Hello, and thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle. I'm your host, Andy Brenton. Each week, you will hear practical and engaging tips and strategies in order to live your absolute best life as a Christian. So let's begin with today's portion of Practical Christian Living. I want to begin today's podcast by simply asking this question. Do you have something in your past that hinders you from doing the right thing in the present? Have you ever in the past done something for which you are now ashamed of? I know I have. And I am also pretty sure that anyone who is listening to this podcast in all probability has done things in their past that they now regret having done. It is human nature to look back upon the past. Some things we recall with fondness, other things we recall with shame and perhaps even embarrassment. The past often has a way of catching up with us. Our past sins, if unrepented of, must still one day be reckoned with. In Numbers 32 verse 23, it states, be sure your sin will find you out. Nevertheless, even past sins for which we have been forgiven still have a way of haunting us in the present. Sometimes the consequences of our past sins are still felt many years after repentance and forgiveness has been given. I know in my case, my conscience still bothers me about some of the things that I've done in times past. Even though I realize that God has forgiven me, those that I might have hurt have forgiven me, I sometimes still have a hard time forgiving myself. But I find great comfort in the life of the Apostle Paul. Because the Apostle Paul had things in his past that could have hindered him from doing the right thing. He had plenty of cause to be remorseful. He had persecuted the church in Jerusalem and other places, even in his own testimony towards this. In Galatians 1.13, he states, I persecuted the church of God violently and tried to destroy it. In Acts chapter 8 and verse 3, it states, Saul was ravaging the church and entering house after house. He dragged off men and women, committed them to prison. And then in Acts chapter 9, verses 1 and 2, Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogue at Damascus so that if he found any belonging to the way, men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. He was even an accessory to murder at one point in his life. If you remember when Stephen was stoned to death by an angry mob, that it was a young man named Saul who held the cloaks of Stephen's assailants. In Acts chapter 7, verse 58, chapter 8, and verse 1, it states, Then they cast him, that being Stephen, out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul. Saul approved of his execution. Even before Paul's conversion, Ananias, apprehensive towards him, when the Lord commanded him to go to Paul and to teach him what he needed to do in order to be saved. He said in Acts 9, 13, 14, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much evil he has done to your saints at Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priests to bind all who call on your name. After Paul's conversion, the consequences of his past continued to still be felt and follow him. Some years after his conversion, the Christians at Jerusalem were still cautious and suspicious of him. We find this in Acts 9 verse 26, where it states, When we had come to Jerusalem, he attempted to join the disciples, and they were all afraid of him, for they did not believe that he was a disciple. You see, Paul had reason to regret his past. 
first because of the way his conscience must have bothered him from the things that he had done, and second because of what some others had thought about his sincerity. So how did Paul deal with the adversity? How did he put his past behind him? Did he run away? Did he hide? Did he forsake God? No. In other words, he said, Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Philippians 3, 13, and 14. Paul's answer to this regretted past was to forget it, to get over it, and to reach for the things that were before him. He did not waste time on what might have been, but instead he strove for what may be. He pressed towards that mark. And so what about us? We need to be striving towards the mark of salvation. So don't let your past or other people's attitudes towards it hinder you from doing what is right. If your aim is to live your life to bring glory to God, living a life of faithfulness, then you shall never be ashamed. Once again, I want to thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle, subscribing to it, and sharing it with those that you love. As always, it's my prayer that God be with you and you seek Him in all things. Until next time, God bless.